Welcome everybody to episode four of Hull Seahawks Behind the Curtain with your host Connor Lint and Martin Cattle. We've got Matty Davis joining us once again and we've got your captain, the pointsman, Sam Towner joining us for the first time. How are you gents? Thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, good lads. Thanks for having us again. Yeah, all good. Cheers for having me on lads. Of course, we're absolute pleasure to have you on the show for the first time, Sam. Of course, Matty, you've been through the frills and spills of these before. Um, we're going to get stuck in to the events of last season, the season to come, and then there's been some fan-submitted questions, as always, at the end. So we'll get stuck into this one pretty quickly, because I think we're going to have a lot to talk about. Um, so, Sam, I'm going to come to you first. I just want a, a throwback to pre-Seahawks last year, of course. You were... At the Steel Dogs, you know, you, you'd had your one year there, and there must have just been some whispers about a team returning to Hull in the National Division. Uh, just want to know about your thoughts when you heard those whispers, how the move back to Hull came about exactly, um, when and what happened to bring you back home. Um, yeah, obviously there was whispers, um, and you know, whenever you hear whispers like that, I've been a whole lads. Um, Matt will tell you, pretty passionate about ice hockey in Hull. Um, it was never really something which I gave a second thought. So that's a pretty short conversation, really. Obviously, I had a good time in Sheffield. Um, we won two trophies, which was always nice. But, you know, for me, hockey in Hull is is the only thing really, which which or the only place, sorry, where I want to play. And of course, Matty, I'm pretty sure when yourself, Joe, and Ian as well, were sort of looking at building this, you know, this new franchise and yourself building the squad as the head coach. I'm sure Tam will have, Sam will have been one of the very first names, if not the first name on your list. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I think sort of as soon as I realised it was on and, um, you know, I had to start thinking about, building a team and, and stuff like that. The, the thing is, you've got to be sort of respectful for other teams and, you know, make sure, you know, you're not sort of crossing the line anywhere. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, you know, I've played with Sam for a long time and, you know, we talk and, you know, it's it's just one of them things where, you know, look, if I'm being honest, like, I'd, I had no doubt that he would come back and, um, you know, I just wanted to make sure that, you know, when we did, talk about it that it was he fully knew exactly where we was and what we was looking to do and um look I think I don't think it worked out as much as we'd like it until last year and um you know we had a tough time and obviously Sam was you know a massive part of that and and you know you know going back to it I've originally it was a case of I, I don't think people realized it was happening as soon as it was going to happen, but... Um, it was never really the plan, though, was it? It was always the well, no. this year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so it did happen quickly, and obviously at, at one point it had to be like, right, we're, we're doing it, and then, you know, everything went quick from there, and I had to, you know, basically just try and find a team or, you know, create a team out of basically nowhere in terms of, like, where people were signed in different clubs and, and stuff like that, but... Yeah, look, I had Sam Sam came around to my house actually and we had a we had a chat, you know, a good hour chat about just, you know, everything and where the club's going and stuff like that. And um yeah, he's yeah, for me he's he's 
him and Decker, the two, you know, main main players for me in my head. And I yeah, struggled big time without them both. And I think last year was evident that we you know, the club needs them to to be a part of this for, you know, now and, and for the for the near future as well. And as long as them two want to play, they'll they'll be playing here. And that's that's how I see it. And that, I think British that's how they want to want to be as well and you know Sam's you know he's, he's played I think this this is probably his 10 for 11 season he's he's due a testimonial soon and you know I want to give him one and, and that's my aims for the club and where everything we're pointing towards is to do things the right way um we've never really done that in whole in terms of doing things the right way it's always been slapdash and never professional and never really like seen as tradition because it's always been different owners and different teams and different names and it's always just like disjointed um you know and I think as I'm getting older a little bit sound like an old man here but when you're getting older and I think you have kids yourself you realize that at the end of the day like a lot of this is about legacy and leaving something behind and um None of us are amazing players here. We've all, you know, we've all played at a relatively low level in the grand scheme of things. But I suppose in terms of our local community or whatever you want to call it, in Hull, we've, you know, we've done a lot in terms of, you know, what Sam's brought to the the club and the, the you know, the the team over the years is massive. So, yeah, um, yeah. I've, again, going going back to it, yeah, Sam was lads and and I think yeah they was integral again in getting you know part of this and from day one um there was always going to be you know a part of it in terms of leaving a legacy I think of course Matt you've you've well and truly you know done that and continue to do that through the head coach you know and the jersey retirement last year was obviously testament to that and Sam it is obviously well on you know your way there with you know the amount of commitment you've shown you know whether it be through the uh, the Stingrays, the Pirates, and now the Seahawks as well. Um, so, Sam, I just want to come to you now. And, of course, um, we bumped into each other a, about a year ago, maybe uh, 30 months ago now, and it was at the very first ever Fans Forum. And you were um, just behind you, I think, on camera, actually, um, ready to be announced as a signing for the Hull Seahawks. And uh, the first one to be announced in front of fans, and you got one hell of an uh, one hell of a... Uh, applause, you know, lots of cheers as you walked out, and it was fantastic to see you know, the fans' reaction to your to your return. How did that sort of make you feel? What were your thoughts? You know, I'm sure there's maybe a tad bit of nervousness while hitting that little cupboard at the back as well, um, about to come back and obviously see some old friends. Um, yeah, I think that's probably what it sort of comes down to. Really, I think a lot a lot of the hardcore following in the whole have sort of seen me grow up from being like a teenager and then into obviously like sort of like a man now really um so i think obviously those was quite happy to see me um i know quite a lot of them personally because i have been here for such a long period of time now um so yeah obviously that reception was really positive something which i enjoyed and uh, i'm not sure about the nervousness because i just think for me it was just something which i wanted to obviously do wanted to be a massive part of and, and yeah it was just great to see everyone really and Matty was it just a matter of circumstance that Sam was the one to be announced at the fans forum or 
was that all part of the planning because you knew we'd get such a great reception? Um, no, it was, yeah, I mean, it was all part of the plan. I mean, we obviously had, you know, we had to do the first fans forum and um, obviously we had a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, but, you know, I think, you know, announcing the captain and getting that out first is, in my my opinion, the you know, the most important thing to do. Um, again, I go back to it. We've never done things like that in Hull. And, and that's sort of what I'm trying to change. Um, and just, just make it more of a, like I say, just professional outfit. And, you know, we do things right where we're, in, you know, we're sort of sticking to values and what, what we believe in. And, and I think, you know, for me, it's about sort of honouring people that have done a lot of good work for a long time in Hull and done a lot for the club. Um, you know, because at the end of the day, look, if I don't do that, then who is going to do that? Um, and I think it'd be a shame for these lads, you know, like, you know, Towns, Bobby, when he comes back and, and Bonner and even Deck now he'll play for the next, you know, who knows how long. But, you know, these lads that have played for a long time and done a lot for the club, um, you know, I see it now in, in, in players that I've played for years, back going back years, and, you know, they're just, you know, they're remembered, but what are they? They're just players that was here and then they go. Um, you know, I just feel like it, it, it sort of, I don't know, a little bit more, not celebration, but just, you know, you've done a lot for the club, you've done a lot for, you know, the sport in general, and um, you see it in other sports, so why not in this sport? You know what I mean? Um you know, like you say, Sam's um, he's done a lot in Hull, and I think people appreciate that. So, yeah, announcing him first was just part of the plan in terms of getting the captain out and big signing announced first. So, yeah, and that's again why we wanted to announce him first again this year. Absolutely. Back. So, no, no, that's really good, that Matty. But I'm going to throw this to you now, Sam, because obviously, Matty, you just touched on there, you announced him and you announced him as the captain of the team. So, Sam, what were your thoughts on the past season that's just been and gone? And in particular, your role now, then, when you got the captaincy and being the leader of the team? Um, so, just we'll, we'll start with the last season. Obviously, like now it's been and gone. Um, if I'm being honest, I prefer not to really think about it because, you know, it's it sounds a little bit heavy, this, but there's a little bit of shame there because we came last place in the league and I didn't feel as though we was a last place team. And I feel like obviously due to the circumstances which we started with and maybe a couple of things sort of along the way there, um, it, it was just not where I wanted to be. I don't want to be captain of a last place team. Um, I know that Matty definitely doesn't want to be the coach of a last place team. So when you start throwing that out there, it does sort of hurt you. Sort of as like an athlete, really, because, you know, no one competes to be last. Um, and, you know, for the last sort of weeks of the season, well, maybe even months, actually, it, it did feel as though we was trying to not come last. And that was a bit alien because I've never been in that position before, um, really, since I was probably about, what, 16, 17. So I just didn't really sort of enjoy that side of it. I think... On a personal note, I got to play with some of the lads who maybe in previous years, due to people like Matty, I maybe wouldn't have played with, um, which was nice. Got to show what I could do there. And obviously, you know, that was something which, like I said, I enjoyed on like a personal level. 
But I think when you look at it from like a whole perspective, it was difficult. It was hard. Um, I think Matty will be the first person to say that it was a long year. Um, but, you know, the club got through it. The club's still here and that's the main thing. And, you know, it's um, sort of like the building block, really, for what is to come this year. Because I think looking at the players we've signed um, so far, you know, there is a lot to be quite sort of happy about, really. And that's from myself as captain and also the fans as well. In terms of that role as captain, of course, um, you were obviously had an A when you were at the Pirates. Um, it was your first time being announced as the full-time captain of a team. Um, do you feel a lot of responsibility with that and as well, and particularly with quite a young squad? Um, we think of the, the youngsters, you know, Alex Kent, Declan Jones, Owen Bruton, um, particularly who'd all come f- essentially through the junior system and have been sort of thrown into a national division team when some people would have said they weren't ready for it. You know, Owen certainly proved that's not the case, um, you know, with his you know, very quick re-signing for this year. Alex has already signed on the dotted line for a two-way for this year as well. Um, with them players coming through, did you feel as the captain, as one of the sort of older and more responsible heads on the team and someone who's been there and has been through the different generations of ice hockey that you one of the players who had to bring these guys through and to help them through the first season um, on the ice and both off the ice as well? Um, I think there probably is an element of that. But for me, you know, I mean, I remember when I was that age and you just, it's not about, you know, people sort of holding your hand and, and helping you through it. It's just about you sort of realising what the right habits are. And, you know, I, I like to think that when I am here, I do show those right habits and I hope that obviously the young players sort of saw that, maybe took some of that sort of on board really. Um, I know it was something which I did when I was sort of, like I said, that age, when you think about players like Jason Silverthorne, Matty as well, you know, you, you look at what they're sort of doing um, and then obviously you imitate that really and, and hope that you have the same success what they had. So I hope that that's something what, those lads sort of looked at what maybe they saw and hopefully they learnt a bit as well. Um, I'm not really one of these sort of players who, you know, shouts at people or talks to people all the time. A lot of it is leading by what I would like to think is like an example, really. Um, But yeah, like I said, I hope that those lads sort of saw maybe a couple of things what I sort of do, but it's not just about me. There's other players in there as well, like Deck. Um, and you know how we sort of do things and hopefully they sort of take that forward. Going to throw this to you then, Matty. So obviously, Sam, what are your takes on Sam being the leader of the team and the captain? And did he do everything you'd want him to do in, as a captain? Oh, I mean, Sam. Sam's probably the only person I would have as captain. And like I say, that was the first thing that I thought of um, when this was happening. There was going to be no no one else that would be that. Um and it's just what he just said, he doesn't need to shout and ball and, and sort of be that captain. And I think I'd 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 say this, like I've been on a lot of teams and stuff and, and I'd say a lot of people as well that I've spoke to have been on a lot of teams and often the captains are the ones that shout and ball and, and, and have a lot to say. Um it's often the person that's calm um, can see past things when everyone else is getting, you know, maybe a little bit testy and, and, and things are getting a little bit 
heated in the room or, you know, maybe it's going the wrong way on the ice or whatever. The captain should be the guy that that's composed and has enough about him to say, listen, let's just get our heads right and get this done. Um, you know, the biggest thing for me with Sam, um, and, you know, it's all obviously sat next to me, so, but, like, I know for 100% fact, I've got no doubt in any of my feeling at all that he ain't got my back completely. Um, and I know, you know, he's in that room. At the end of the day, I feel like the captain should be sort of an extension of me. And obviously we've, we've spoke to Willie and he's obviously a big part of that as well. And we spoke about, you know, Willie being, you know, sort of with me completely, but also in a different way and the way he speaks and and communicates with people is very different to me. But, you know, Sam is off, off you know, really is an extension of me and he knows, he knows what I'm like as a person. Um, you know, as a coach, obviously I'm, I'm new to this, but, and I said it about when we spoke about Willie, but I think it's probably maybe not surprised him, but I, I suppose I know from sort of when I did play, um, my, I, so, I suppose my attitude during games has, has been a little bit, well, I'd say a lot calmer than when I played. And that's why generally, like, I was a captain for a few years, but generally I, I was... I was too heated and too invested in, in my, not even in myself, but just in, like, I had to win and it was too much of a, I didn't have the brain to shut that off and be composed, you know, and Sam, Sam wants to win as just as much as I do, but also has that calmness to look and go, right, this is, this is what needs to be said or this is what needs to be done. And the best thing about about Sam as well, he he, he completely knows his own game. Um, we joke about the points guy and all that stuff, but you know Sam Sam's willing to do whatever job I want him to do or he's asked to do, and that's that's again another you know huge factor in why he is the right person for the job. Because you know, again, I go back to it, but you know, my my job was different. Like you know, I had one job in my head, and it was to like basically you know, create to score goals and do whatever I could to do that. Um, you know, and, and I feel like Sam has got more of the overall team's view on his back in a way and he he's, he does everything for us. Um, and again, it's, it's about a mentality thing for me. And like I say, he's got my back completely. I know when he's in that room, you know, if he hears something off somebody that, he knows that that's not going to go down well with me. Um, I'm pretty certain he'll say, shut up, that, that you can't say that. Um, or I wouldn't say that when Matt is here. Or, I, you know, just something like that. And that, I need that. I need someone to do that because I can't be the person to always be in there and micromanage everyone. And, you know, they've got a... They've got a <laughs> That room has to, the, all the best teams I've been on, the, the, the room runs itself. They don't need me in there telling them to do this and do that. And, and that's what I felt like last year. That's why I felt like at times we struggled. Um, because, and I think a lot of that was down to inexperience. And I know we spoke with Deck about that, but a lot of them lads had not been in a room like this before at this level. And I think it was a bit of a shock to, to see actually what goes on in there um, and how 
maybe not not a nice place it can be at times and how brutal it is because at the end of the day like these lads they're not here to come second they're not here to finish second in any game or any training session or anything that we're doing um you know and that comes from me down but again Sam's an extension of that so you know at times in training training might be the most intense part of the week um and I want it like that um because you play how you train and, and and unfortunately the worst teams often train, you know, it's all easy and nice and everyone's nice to each other, but look, that's done that don't make a winning team. Um you know, I just think about the Pirates a couple of years ago. They were genuinely nearly fighting nearly every week on the ice. I'm not even joking. Like there would nearly be a fight every week. And that was honestly just on a three on three or a three on two. And it was like we was fighting each other to who would score the most, and it, like, and that's why we were so good because it was such a, it, it was a dog pit, and but when we came to a weekend, everybody had each other's back within that, and and that's why, and what makes a great team, and that's again that don't come from, that don't come from the coach, that comes from within the room and the lads that are doing that. Um, I'm there to I'm there to to give the lads a system and to stick to systems, and to make sure they're working hard in training and and make sure that we're doing the right things in training. But beyond that, you know, the work rate, the mentality that that has to come from them. Um, and again, that was a long answer, but yeah, Sam's the right guy for that, and there's no one else, you know, that that can do that job in my eyes. Um, you know, Deck Deck's great, and Deck is has his own role within that leadership group and and no doubt is just as important. But Sam Sam's the main the main guy in terms of, you know, how how he sees that room being, you know, being managed and he's been there for a long time and done it. So he, he gets it. So I'm just gonna bit of a double question here. So Sam, I'm gonna come to you first, but I want your opinions on it afterwards, Matty. Um and this is about something you briefly mentioned. It's about um Sort of the role that Sam had to play last year, and I'm sure when the team was put together originally, uh, Sam wasn't going to be expected to have to be one of the top points guys on the team. You know, he's a fantastic two-way player. He's got a great career record, you know, with the points. But he, I'm sure Matt is. Uh, <laughs> we didn't quite hear that cheeky comment, but I can <laughs> see something was said. Um, but yeah, but particularly early on in the season, you know, up to about December. There was a lot of pressure on sort of yourself, Sam, and maybe Nathan as well, to carry this team in points. And of course, that was you was expecting to have a little bit more support in the Arsenal than that. Um, but you did a fantastic job of it, and you know the the fans you know, around the arena saw the the effort that went into that every single week. Um, and I say you come out the season with forty three points on the fifty two games. Um, it looks to be you know. I think it's second best season in your career in terms of points. You know, what in terms of that role, how did you see that developing throughout the season? How important was it that you were adaptable, you were able to lift the game and, and to do what was needed? Um, it's a bit of a difficult question for me, really, because I know that obviously the awards, night speech, like, you know, like I, I did talk about points in that, but. I've never ever, and this is why it's a bit of a running joke because my eyes looking at the phone now. But I've never ever, ever, and never ever will be remotely bothered about points. I think for me, it's about 
playing the right way. Obviously, it became apparent pretty quickly that, that I was going to have to try and produce this year. And, you know, it's not that I don't try in previous years, but maybe my role, and Matty will probably talk about this a little bit more, but my role in previous years has been a little bit different. And, you know, I'm, I'm more than happy to play whatever role the team needs me to play. You know, I, I can play third-line centre, I can probably play first-line centre, which is what I've done this year. It doesn't really matter to me what I have to do, as long as my job for the team, sorry, as long as I am doing my job for the team and I'm doing it well, that's that's me. Obviously, I, I want the team to be winning, but the points side of things is not, it's, I'm not a player what looks at that. You know, I don't look at the stats at the end of the weekend or, you know, midweek and think, oh, that guy's jumped above me. Never, never ever been like that, never will be. Um, for me, it was just about me doing all I could so that this team was successful. Obviously, I wish I could have done a little bit more. Um, would it have helped if would have had a little bit more support a little bit earlier? Yeah, one hundred and ten percent. Course, it would have done. I think you know we could have done with with the imports. You know, maybe <laughs> from the start of the year, and Day you one. know, things, things might be a little bit different, and the conversation what we're having now might be a little bit different. Um, but. But yeah, I'm not someone who looks at points. I just I just go out there and I do whatever I need to do for the team to be successful. And you know, this year that role was a little bit different. I enjoyed it. Next year that role might be a little bit different. I might have to do something else. But you know, that's okay. Whatever I need to do for the team, that's what it's all about. Of course, mate. We'll throw it across to yourself now. And of course, as Sam's you know just alluded to, you know, it's not ever something that he's chasing. You know, the statistics, but. The pressure was on for you know some experienced players to produce to get goals and assists on the score sheet, and Sam and, and Nathan certainly delivered, and they did what they had to do to keep teams in games until we were playing better hockey. You know, sort of leading into November December time. Yeah, I think look, Sam, look, Sam's never been given the chance to ever be um, a point guy, and he says. You know he's not been bothered by it or and stuff like that, and that's that's down to simply that. Again, I just said it there, but like Sam, Sam knows his game. He knows exactly what he is, um, and he'll be the first person to say to me, Matty, put someone else on in a power play. Or I remember in Pirates, if if it was he was on and we needed a goal, he'd come off and be like, Matty, go. You need to go. Um, or stay on, um, and that's Sam, and that's why, again, that's why he's the most important player for me. Because, again, like, look, Sam's never had the chance because he's always, honestly, he's always had me there, and I've basically ruined that for him. And I've said this to him, and we joked this year, but I have ruined that side of Sam's game because Sam had that when he was younger a lot, and he still has that, and he showed that last year. Um, the problem is. My game was all that, um, and that that was again. And he says he ain't bothered about stuff like that. And I'm not gonna lie, I was bothered about stuff like that. That was completely what I was bothered about because that was me, and I had to be. Um, you know, it mattered to me, like you know, about things like that because that was essentially what I was there to do. Um, so within that, Sam's you know made himself a dependable and an, an undroppable player because. Again, I go back to it like if you know if I need if there's a minute left on the ice 
on the game, sorry, and, and there's a there's a draw in our zone. Sam's going, there's no doubt. Um, no matter who's on the team and who's here and who's doing well, it doesn't matter. Sam will be going because that's that's the role that I, you know, it's all well and good. Yeah, first line, second line, centre, but at the end of the day, it's about winning. He just said that, like, regardless of who's getting points and this, that and the other, you know, if I've got a minute left on the ice, I'm putting Sam on because that's what I want us to do to win. Um, and that shows just as much faith in anyone than than first line, second line. It, it, that to me is just, it's just who you are as a player. And Sam, Sam can do any role. He will play that role if he needs to. Like we saw with Emil last year, they had a good relationship. And we might see that again this year, but he'll also be the first person to tell you that he is not the most skilled. There is not, you know, he's not the most like skilled and playmaking player that can score goals at will. And 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 that's, but that's just not Sam. That you know, everyone's got roles and got what they're good at. And you know, I I don't think there's anyone better else in the league. And I guarantee that I I would argue with anybody that. You know, as a shutdown sentiment, and there's no one better than Sam. Um, you know, I'd imagine Huey would say the same thing. You know, he's had him. He knows exactly how good he is um, on on that side of it. So, you know, you are what you are. At the end of the day, you get what you get given. Um, but again, I go back to it. Sam will play that role if he has to, and he'll go and make points. And but again, I ruined that side of it for him for so many years that. You know, he made himself a dependable player that has to be solid. Um, but that's equally, if not more important to me than than any any points or anything that, you know, players can do. On Nathan, it's a little bit different with Nathan. Nathan, Nathan is... Um, Nathan, we saw the best in Nathan at times this year, um, but we also saw Nathan struggle at times when, you know, Nathan needs support, he needs people around him. Um, when he's confident and he's got good players around him, he can be a very, very good player. And we saw that at times this year. He was dominating on the ice, you know, skating around the net four times and then probably hitting the plexi. But he, he's, he's literally got he's got that game where, you know, he, he can be a real dominant first-line, second-line player. Um, you know, he doesn't have that other side to him like Sam has. He's not that sort of player. But again... Nathan would do that if I asked him to do it in exactly the same way. Like he's he's a kid that's come in, he's got an unbelievable um attitude and you know, I, I heard nothing, you know, but honestly I heard bad things about Nathan went before he came here, but I saw nothing like that last year with him. His attitude was great. He's such a good lad, he fits in the room and he was willing to do anything. But yeah, Nathan's gonna be a massive part of it next year, just like Sam and you know, we 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 rely on these boys to do what they're good at um, and they will and that's that's how it is but again the main thing is we, we, we're going out to win we don't care about you know who gets this and that it, honestly it's immaterial to me it's everyone's out there working hard and you know we're all we'll have a good team next year with a lot of good players and there'll be a lot of people that are chipping um, and I want battles between lines and I want battles between players because that makes people better and um, you know, I don't like one clear line that's the only one doing anything because that doesn't win anything. That, you need um, depth. Yeah, you need depth. You need battles between lines. You need people pushing each other. And, 
Um, you know, even that little bit of a bit annoyed if someone's getting a goal, like, yeah, be happy for the team, but you have to feel a little bit of that because it's fire that you need to push you to the next shift, go out there and do it. Um, and that's again what I said we had in the Pirates days, and that's why we were so good. So, yeah, um, yeah, Sam will, Sam will do what he wants out there. He certainly uh, does what the team needs him to do as well. A um, couple of things. You've mentioned about Nathan going around the net. You've just reminded me of one of my goals of the season from last year as well. I can't quite remember who it was against, but I think he did about three laps of the net before feeding Lee Pollitt right in the slot. Um, but uh, what we are going to move on to is talking about a similar topic, but Sam, obviously, you mentioned it's all about the team record for you. It's not the individual record, but one thing that you did have last year was you did get an award, and it was the Players' Player of the Year. Um, of course, the other players in the room obviously thought that you know you had an incredible contribution to what the team did achieve last year. Um, just a quick one in, in terms of receiving that award and, of course, the recognition from the rest of the players in the squad. Um, yeah, I think obviously it's something which growing up um, you sort of prided yourself on if you won the players' player and you know to win the players' player means a lot. That obviously the lads in the room there hold you in. You know, quite sort of high regard, really. Um, usually, you know, it is one which I'm in the running for because, you know, you can probably tell from this sort of interview, I put the team first over my own sort of interests, which is just something which I've always done. I guess it's sort of some somewhere where we're pretty different. But, um, yeah, like for me, you know, I just want to do the right thing by the lads, want to do the right thing by the team. And, you know, it was good to get that sort of recognition, really. Um, but but yeah, I think it was all sort of overshadowed really for me just by the general performance from the season and where we finished up. I think yeah, it was good to get the award, but like I said, the last place finish, you know, that's something which is really driving us on or driving me on now in the summer and hopefully next year. Well, definitely next year that just really can't happen again. Absolutely, Sam. Yeah, no, it's uh, really good. But like, this next question is obviously about the season ahead. How excited yeah. about the season ahead and having some old teammates return as well? And obviously, Matt has done a cracking job with getting the ball rolling, with getting these players to return early doors, like he touched on with like imports and things like that. Um, yeah, I think obviously the squad what we're putting together is looking strong. Um, I, I haven't really been paying attention to what the rest of the league's doing. To be fair, obviously, I just sort of speak to Matty and bits and bats, and and you know I, I sort of know where where at. So we're looking obviously quite a lot stronger than last year, which is where we want to be. Um, and I think you know after the first few weeks of the season, it should give us a pretty good sort of indication of where where we're going to finish this year. Um, obviously, things can sort of change throughout the season um, with injuries or, you know, sort of roster changes and and things like that. But looking at it now, where we're at with some of the signs we've made, we're looking strong, feeling pretty happy about it. So, yeah, hopefully it'll be a pretty successful year ahead. Of course, that's what every Seahawks fan is hoping for. Um, what we are going to now move on to, Sam, I know you've got to rush off pretty shortly, is we're going to head over to the fan sort of, uh, a little Q&A. They've posted some and submitted some questions for you. Um, unlike last week uh, when we had Jordan on the show, they are mostly hockey-based. Uh, no questions regarding any horse-sized ducks. Uh, so I'm going to kick it off with a question on who has been your toughest ever teammate? I mean, it's, that's a pretty tough, tough one, really. No pun intended. 
Um, I would probably have, and again, like, it hurts a bit saying this, but I'll probably have to go with maybe Barnes, actually. Like, he just, just you know, when he when he gets that look in his eyes, like, it could it could actually <laughs> murder a human being. I think we've That's, noticed that one from the gantry at times. Yeah, yeah, I mean, everyone everyone sort of sees it. And, you know, like, yeah, he's, he's probably going to hurt somebody at some point, you know, and I Excited think, about yeah, very much so. Uh, next one is uh, kind of similar, but player you look up to or your hockey idol? Oh, God, uh, hockey idol. Jesus. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't I don't know if I really have a hockey idol. I think obviously there's a lot of people who have like influenced me, obviously, like not just because he sat next to me, but, you know, growing up, seeing how hard Matty works, you know, I learned pretty quickly that I was also going to have to work equally as hard, maybe not even a little bit harder because I wasn't obviously as skilled as he was. Um, I've already mentioned him, someone like Jason Silverthorne, who still plays within the league now. Um, Looking at how he did things, again, as a 16-year-old was pretty shocking, not because he was, well, he was a bit weird, but like, you know, it it, it was more shocking just, you know, the level of of dedication and, you know, the hard work, what what he used to do sort of day in, day out. Um, It sort of made me realise that, you know, if I was going to do anything in this sort of sport or for this team in Hull, I was going to have to work as hard as that. So I don't really have any sort of hockey idols, but I do have people who have obviously impacted me. Um, sort of over the years. Of course, it'd be good to see Silvers back on the ice for Telford last year. Uh, well, next year, obviously, he spent a lot of time out uh, in the past season. The next one is teammate you would least like to play against. Um, I don't know if Dex's name might get thrown in this one as well, perhaps. Um, it would probably have to be Bobby Chamberlain. And the reason being is because you just <laughs> never know what he's going to do. Yeah, horrible. So, so, like, one minute he'll be talking to you on a face-off, you know, asking you about how your family are or, you know, just having a general sort of chinwag. And then the next minute he's actually trying to pull your head off your shoulders. <laughs> um, I think I think, I think, think last year we was in Hull, we was behind the goal, there was a bit of a scuffle and, and you know, we were Is all in there. this one with Emil involved? Was it next, in... Yeah, it was one with Emil involved. And then next thing, I just feel, feel a real sharp pain <laughs> in my face, and it's and it's just Bobby there, just just absolutely feeding me. You know, I'm not really in his weight class, so it's not something which I'm going to start start throwing over and rights back. But you know, it's just one of them where, and he's like texting you after the game, like, "Oh yeah, sorry about that, mate." <laughs> yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, Joshua, Joshua, yeah. whatever." But yeah, it's definitely Bobby. He's, he's definitely up there, and like I said, it's you just never know what you're going to get there. Next one, we've talked about how, obviously, Matty, we would love to put you in uh, under well, under a draw in the final minute of a game, but hardest player to win a face-off against? <laughs> wow. Matty already knows what I'm going to say. Yeah. Right, if you had to guess what I'm going to say, what, are you gonna, what am I going to say? Uh, <laughs> honestly, mate, I, it's a tough one, that, but I know what you mean. Weldon, isn't it? Yeah, it's Weldon. Weldon, mate, that's Will, a tough right. one. It's a tough Will one. Will Weldon from the Peterborough Phantoms. Horrible. He, right. And he probably won't mind me saying this, but when he when he leans when he leans on that bower, there's just no there's You're just no winning, there, it, there's just no moving him. Not winning so it. it's it's definitely Will Weldon, and I hope he listens to this. He's, he's the best and, in the league, and, mate. and he is this, but he is he is definitely the top guy 
guy in yeah. the league there with regards to that. He leans on that Bauer, and there's just no shift in that left. Nah. Connor Town needs to go, though, mate. He's on the ice. The lads are out there. We've got one last one. It's the only non ice hockey one. Favourite takeaway food someone wants to know? Takeaway food, it's got to be Chinese, and it come on, guys. Like, that's that's it, isn't it? It's to be on, and we'll have a Chinese, but lads. Been emotional. Thanks for having me. Yeah, all right, bring it and I'll speak to you soon. All right, take it easy. Yeah, take Absolute it easy. pleasure. Sam, thanks for coming on. Here's Paul. Right, here we go, lads. Obviously, uh, <laughs> Matt, we, we did have a couple of spare questions. We'll throw them your way, shall we? Um, all right, yeah, yeah. Favorite away well, game memory. Away game memory. Um, oh, tough on that. I've got a few. Um, I'll say. We had a, we've had a couple of good Belfast trips with the Stingrays. Um, they're always a real good memory, them. Um, we had... But I think, for me, it has to be... So, I can't remember what year it was um, now, but it was the year we won the league in Sheffield for the Pirates. Um, that was... That was the good... That was good. Really good. So obviously it's in Sheffield. They know we have the rivalry with them. Um, they beat us last year in our rink to win the league. Um, so then you know the year after we turned it around and then beat them there, and it was quite a comfortable game as well for us. I think we won like I don't know what it was eight eight three or eight four something like that. Um, and yeah, we had like the stands were full of our fans and you know. Um, my wife was there, and it was just good. It was a good day and good night, and you know we come back and there was fans here and in the rink on the car park. Sorry, and it was good. So yeah, probably that. And one last quick fire one. Then we got a couple of questions we just want to throw to you in general. Um, team you have the best memories of playing against, and the team you have the worst memories of playing against. Ooh, um, best memories. Um, do you know what I would say? You know, this thing, this thing raised days. You know, when you know we used to play against the Steelers, I think there was always for me there was the biggest games. You know that I probably played in because at that time, obviously, you know we was obviously there was above us in terms of sort of their you know roster and where they were in the league, but. We always gave them a really tough game in our building. Um, you know, the, the rink was always packed. And at the far end of the rink is where all their fans used to sit. And obviously, they would travel with a lot of fans. And they'd, they'd literally pack out that bottom section and the away section. And um, it'd just be like a sea of orange. And, you know, we had some really good games with them in this rink. And I think them games were always... A pretty big occasion and um he was always pretty fired up for them games so yeah i would say yeah the home games against the steelers were were probably up there for me no i can think of a couple myself actually um back when i was probably 13 14 years old probably 20 yeah. probably 2010 when Derek campbell was at the yeah. steelers you know yeah. there's a lot of needle in those games he certainly oh, remembered those yeah. ones yeah really good um and then worst team worst memories will it's worst team you've got memories of playing against anyone yeah, that's just worst one. never you know a good what? game. <laughs> yeah, do you know what? I remember so when when the Cardiff Devils used to play in their little BBT, the old um, tent down in Cardiff, 
Um, that was a, a, a really small ice rink in terms of the pad size, and they had some massive players and just a really tough team. You know, they had guys like Brad Voff. Um, I know they signed a guy called Craig Weller a couple of years after that, who was six foot five out of the NHL. And um, literally, honestly, we you just had no chance playing in that rink. Like, we used to go there just like, you know, not going there knowing you're going to, or, you know, accepting you're going to lose, but knowing that it's going to be a tough night, this. And I just remember some of them games where you barely touched the puck. You do, And when you did touch a puck, you just got ran. Like, someone's just stepping up to you, and it was just so small, and there were so many just big giants on the ice that they had, and, you know, it was just a real tough rink to play in. Um, so, yeah, I'd probably say around that time against the Cardiff Devils for a good five, six years. Of course. Matt, I just want to ask you one more question before we go. So we're getting pretty late in the evening now, and I know there's certainly something going down at the rink. Um, yeah. And it's regarding sort of something that's probably likely to come. We don't know how far, but we certainly know you've been speaking in the media regarding the other two imports assigned. Uh, a forward and a D-man, of course. We can't name them. We'll wait for the official announcement, but yeah. Just a little bit on them. How how excited do you think fans will be when when they find out who is on the way? How much are, how important are these two players going to be for the squad when they arrive? Yeah, look, I think you know, you know, when when we can, you know, start really going into detail about these boys, I think it's going to be a very sort of exciting time um, for fans. And I think, look, it's not. You know, without giving too much away, they're not they're not players that I suppose are like household names. Um, but I believe they're gonna be household names um definitely after this season. So yeah, I think you know, they're both they're both very good players in terms of what they'll bring to this league. Um, you know, I've done a lot of research on both of them and um yeah, you know, we've gone a different route with, you know, sort of what we had last season, um, obviously in terms of Temi and, you know, maybe a little bit older and sort of, you know, experienced in where he's played and, and stuff like that, whereas these boys are probably the opposite. And, um, you know, with, with youth, you often get, you know, a lot of uh, energy and, you know, they'll, they'll be coming in really raring to go and, and full of, full of beans really and, and, and wanting to prove themselves because that's what they are. They're gonna they're gonna come in and prove themselves because they wanna they you know they wanna move up, they wanna get better, they wanna go to better leagues. And you know, for me it's you know, I've said it to them both. This this can be a step a stepping stone for you and, and, and I'd be happy to be that stepping stone. Um but yeah, I think look if if I've got it right then yeah I think both of them are gonna be, you know pretty good players in this league if, and uh, uh, yeah the fans are going to be in for a treat I think with both of them No we certainly can't wait for the announcements and to see them on the ice with the rest of the squad just caught a quick look at our calendar I think in probably about three months we're going to be probably the first week of the season aren't we York, uh, we'll probably have some pre-season games very early September yeah. and by three months of today we're probably going to be kicking everything off in the national division, uh, of course, uh, 
still a long way to go, but hopefully with things like the Behind the Curtain podcast, we've got yep. enough Seahawks action to keep updated before the guys get on the ice. We've got to say thank you very much, first of all, to Sam Towner for joining us. Of course, he has had to rush away, but to Matty yourself as well, thank you very much for joining us once again. Pleasure as always. Yeah, cheers, lads. Always, um, always my pleasure and good to get back on this week. Um, you know, and like I say, we're going to have some some great guests over, you know, the rest of the summer and get some, um, you know, some guys on here that, that people want to hear from. Um, I think we should put it out to the fans as well on, you know, on YouTube or on Facebook or wherever you want to, you know, do they have any ideas of who they want on? Um, we're always open to, you know, suggestions of who they want to hear from and, and stuff like that as well. So yeah. Um, if anyone wants anyone on there in particular, please let us know and, um, we'll make it happen. We'll put a post out asking for any ideas or if you want to send them in, we do have the email wholeseahawkspodcast at gmail.com. I need to thank yeah. Martin Cattle, my co-host, for joining us once again. Absolutely. I always love being part of this pod. It's great following this uh, journey. I can't wait for the new season, to be honest. It's uh, it's too long now. It's too long. It's, uh, yeah. it's all the same. The weeks are ticking away. I've been Connell Lynn. This has been Hull Seahawks Behind the Curtain brought to you in association with Beverly FM. Make sure that you do like, follow, and share, whether that be on YouTube, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you get your podcasts from. Make sure that you tune in next week for episode five of Behind the Curtain.